Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news and your views. Alan Corcoran. So Alan, as you know, um, there was a emergency winter eviction ban in place and that, that applied to what we term no-fault evictions where families and households were living in rented accommodation and uh, through no fault of their own, so no rent arrears or anything like that, um, their landlord served them a notice to quit um, and they were going to be expected to leave that property. What happened in the in the kind of the third quarter 2022, so July, August, September, we saw huge numbers nationally um, served. It was around uh, four and a half thousand notices of termination served across the country. And that's really what prompted government then to put in this kind of temporary ban on no-fault evictions. What that meant was if a notice of termination was served, it couldn't be enforced until after this period ended. Now, the lifting of that um, ban is coming into effect this Friday, so uh, tomorrow. Uh, and we're then going to see a number of households then, their notice of termination will, will on a rolling basis become effective. Okay. So every case can be different. It depends on the length of time you're in the tenancy um, and also uh, when you were served that notice of termination. So if you were served it maybe before Christmas or up to the end of January, there's one date for you. If you're served from the end of January to the end of March, there's a further date for you maybe later on into the summer. So each household can be different. But just maybe to get down to some of the figures, Alan, because I think that's where everyone yeah. is struggling in terms of the, the scale of what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, we know that there was a hundred out of the four and a half thousand notices of termination served in the third quarter of 2022. We know that, that there was 3.2% of those applied to Wexford. So it's about 154 um, notices of termination were served. Uh, across the county and they would have been due then to come into effect over a period of time a large portion of those would have been under the ban so they wouldn't have been able to be enforced so a portion of them then will become effective in the next number of weeks uh, there's do you know a how number many, Caroline? do you know how we many? don't know the exact yeah. number alan and there's kind of a couple of reasons for that um first of all Legislation changed last year and landlords who served notices of termination were obliged to post that to the Residential Tenancies Board the same day that, that they served it to the tenant. Um, and while they're legally obliged to do that, it may not be in all cases that they have done that. Um, figures from the RTB would suggest that large portions um, of notices, and sorry, from threshold as well, large portions of notice of termination tend to be invalid for various reasons. Mm. So it's, it's I suppose, that's one message this morning. It's really important for people in this situation and households to check the validity of their notice of termination. Um, it needs to be served to you in writing. A phone call, <coughs> an email, a text, that doesn't suffice. It has to be in right. written form, so kind of a letter you have to get. Um, but sorry, just to go back to the numbers again, Alan. So yeah. we understand around 154 um, and... Also, the other complication on the numbers is that uh, a landlord may serve one notice on multiple tenants or they may serve individual notices on tenants residing in one property. Okay. So the figures don't correlate exactly to right. one notice, one tenant. So one do we property. know over the next 12 months how many evictions we're likely to see in County Wexford? Um, n- not, we, we wouldn't have a full yeah. uh, figure uh, on even that. Even a ballpark figure? Uh, there's the 154 will become active, I suppose, in the next three to six months. Then there's been notice of termination that have been served and continue to be served on people. So that yep. will kind of roll on. So um, we'd say it'll be north of 154, but the okay. numbers will be much smaller um, in the in the in the latter part. So and within that 154, Carla, how many are how many are families? Do you think? 
Uh, I would say it's in around maybe 60% are probably families. Okay. Um, that could be one adult and one child or it could be a number of adults, number of children and then large numbers also of single people as well. Yeah. Um, so quite 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 a few families in those scenarios. But so lots what, of what supports are Wexford County Council able to, uh, to provide to these people if and when they are evicted? Yeah, so government have introduced a number of, uh, I suppose, ramped up supports to try and deal with this uh, cliff edge a little bit um, in terms of what we're seeing that's going to happen from Friday. Um, one of the most effective ones, I suppose, for any of the tenants who are in HAPA RAS supported property, so they're social housing um, applicants, uh, they're benefiting from what's called the tenant in situ scheme. So where they have informed us as a notice to quit and their landlord is selling, um, we are engaging with those uh, landlords to see if they are willing to sell those properties to the local authority. And that keeps the tenant then in that um, situation um, and keeps them in that in that property. So there's kind of two steps in that. Uh, obviously, the tenant has to have a valid notice of termination. And um, we also have to, they have to be deemed at risk of homelessness. So there's, an, there's, a, there's an assessment that's carried out. Uh, and then we engage with the landlord. The property needs to be reasonably suitable, so not, not, not in awful condition, um, and willing to sell within the cost ceilings that are provided to us by the department and, and, and in those scenarios we're going to proceed to purchase those properties and then we'll do an allocation then with the tenant which is a separate process again. Uh, just to give you a sense again I briefed the members on this in the last day or two with just a memo we've around 50 properties um, mm. 50 households that are going through that that at the moment okay. so we've been in contact with landlords in contact um, with tenants and we're working through those all those households would have um, varying dates where the notice of termination would become effective. So a good number of them will be sort of rolling out into April and on into June. Right. Um, so uh, and and we're engaging uh, quite actively there. Are we you getting any successes where landlords are willing to sell yeah, to tenants? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we were given an al- initial an initial allocation of um, a purchase of thirty units um, by the department. We expect to exceed that. Um, maybe between thirty and forty, I would expect that we will um, proceed to buy. There'll be a small number just for various reasons we won't proceed. Um, but some of those individuals would have been high enough on the housing to be getting an offer of housing, um, or we'll come with we'll 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 come to some other arrangement. Yeah. Um, so the other portion of individuals who are maybe social housing applicants and are in properties and um, they may have not been impacted by the no-fault eviction ban so uh, we've already been working with households who have become homeless in that time so that didn't stop so where maybe there was rent arrears or other issues maybe at hand those um, yeah. those cases would have continued on so we've been supporting those um, households as well but there are another group of households then who um, will be at risk of homelessness, notice of termination, but the landlord maybe isn't selling on the open market. Maybe they're going to provide that to family members or refurbish the house or something like that. Um, and those families and households, we're engaging with those as well to see where they're at at, at the moment. Um, and again, we have nominated a number of those to maybe um, social housing. Okay. We have supported some to get alternative rent pri- private So, Carolyn, what, what level of uh, accommodation, uh, <coughs> emergency accommodation, spare emergency co- uh, accommodation is currently available across County So, Wexford. just before we skip to that, I suppose it's it's important maybe just that they're, they're the kind of social housing applicants. There's another group outside that who are private renters who don't qualify for social housing. There are new schemes in place by the department. One is called cost rental and that's about trying to keep the people in place and one is where they're supporting people to be able to purchase their own houses. Yeah. The local authority is acting as a signpost for the department on that so if there are people listening um, and they're private renters, they don't qualify for social housing, um, they possibly have an ambition to purchase their house, they should contact the local authority and we'll take their details and we'll engage with, with, the, with the department um, on those properties. And in relation to the so, level of spare emergency accommodation? Yeah, so just kind of to go back to, to, to the numbers again, around that 154 is the upper mark. We're dealing with, we reckon it's around 100 to 110 households that'll become... Um, 
uh, homeless or at risk of homelessness in the next kind of month month and a half. Uh, we have 50 of them going through tenant in situ. We have a further 53 families that we're dealing with in um, the other portion. And there's a small number then that we may have to put in place some emergency accommodation. That right. is the absolutely last okay. resort. So in terms of spare capacity, to answer that question for you, um, we have capacity in two of our private bed and breakfasts. And then we also have a number, small number of owned door properties that we will also use. And that's 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 our normal. Okay. Um, and what will happen when that accommodation is full? Because there's a fear that the people, Wexford families could find themselves in GA clubs or in community halls. Is that likely to happen? Uh, we, we would hope we won't be at that point. One of the difficulties, again, kind of going back to the numbers, unless we have sight of some of the numbers and when people are going to become um, homeless, it's difficult to kind of meet that demand. In the first instance, the tenant who is in a property um, there's a lot of protection there for the tenant. It's important that they kind of take that time and ensure that they have the right information. The first thing is to ensure that you have a valid notice to quit. And Threshold is the agency there, and they can, um, uh, if you if you contact them, they will advise you on whether your notice to quit is valid. It's really important both for landlords and tenants that there's valid notices to quit yeah. um, and notice of termination, sorry, issued. Um, You're going to try and avoid this. Scenario. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So the first thing is to make sure that people have the time they need. So if you've been given a notice of termination, you take all the time that you have entitled and then you engage with services and support agencies and I would say at this point a large proportion are social housing applicants but where you're not a social housing applicant we can act as a signpost at the moment and and we are engaging with the department on these new schemes so we're logging details we're passing them on and we will keep in contact with 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 people but the main point you're getting out today is that you're there to help because we want to give people some form of reassurance because I spoke to so many politicians and I was not in any way reassured that there were supports out there. You are giving us some reassurance that there are supports there yeah, this morning. I think in fairness, Alan, part of the difficulty um, is uh, maybe some of the figures. So it's about having very, very solid figures. So while a landlord is obliged to notify the Residential Tenancy Board when a notice of termination is issued, um, and they're legally obliged to do that, there may be cases where that hasn't happened. So there could be some um, families there who have been issued notice of, of termination, but the RGB doesn't know. So they're not yeah. counted in the numbers. So there may be small numbers. I think I've said to you before, Alan, um, you know, the notion that you sort of come in and you haven't talked to any agency and, you know, tonight, you know, that you're homeless and um, that rarely happens. People have sight of when these dates are happening and that's the important bit. It is about using okay. that time effectively and efficiently and uh, coming in and talking to our staff and we will um, we okay. will work with you and point you in the right direction. I want you to summarise this for people who find themselves caught up in this. I have two other questions to put you. First of all, what is the current number of people on the housing waiting list in County Wexford? Can you tell us offhand? Um, in terms of the unaccommodated list and... and uh, uh, it's below 3,000. I think it's in the region of 2,950, Alan. Okay. And then there's a further about 1,400, 1,500 people in HAP uh, properties who would be wishing to transfer. So whatever that total brings us to um, is is where I know that's that's probably going back a couple of months at this stage. I don't right. have the exact figures and today. The, the big talking point is you, you're in the council meeting chamber. You're at the, the table there when the questions are asked. How many new social housing units are coming on stream each month in the county? Um, Do we know? I don't have a figure for you each month at the moment. Uh, we're bringing in close to 300 properties this year. Um, our acquisition target, so the work we're talking about now in terms of this tenant in situ, that's obviously counted as part of, um, I suppose, housing allocations, but right. it isn't new supply, Alan. Really what we need to do is get new houses built. So the houses we're talking about in terms of this situation are existing properties. That's not going to solve the problem. We need more supply. So we'll bring in the region of around 270, I think it is, is, right. our, is our target for this year, and we're well on track for that um, for 2023. 
but the important thing is that we have to ramp up that supply that's the most important thing okay. we need new properties at all levels and that's a subject for another discussion Absolutely. but to conclude yeah. this conversation with you this morning if you find yourself come tomorrow where you could be subject to an eviction notice basically in a few sentences summarise it what do you need to do yeah so you absolutely should have been reaching out and contacting people um, before your notice of termination is due to fall. Uh, the first thing is making sure that you have a valid notice of termination at threshold.ie or you can call them on 1800 454 454. That's really important to make sure that you have a valid notice of termination and that means that you must leave your property by a certain date. The next thing then is to contact the agencies that can support you and understand your position. If you're a social housing applicant, there are particular schemes in place to support you to stay in your property um, and we'll assess you for those. If you're outside the social housing eligibility um, incomes, and that's around up to maybe 40,000, let's say, for, for, for families, if you're above that and renting privately, there are other schemes government have brought in place to help you purchase a property or else stay in your property and rent it for a longer time. Again, contact the local authority and we will take your details, assess you for homelessness and pass on those that information. The important thing is do not just leave your home before you've talked to agencies and understood your position um, and uh, that call can be made today and uh, what I would encourage as well is if you can um, email um, as well will be useful I might send that to you after Alan the email address that people can email their information to Southeast Radio's Morning Mix Chat, News and Your Views